We're delving deeper into the world of mining and engineering. From the Coalface with Martin Creamer. It's that time again on a Friday when Updated Noon presents another update from The Coalface with Martin Creamer, publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly. Good afternoon, Martin. Good afternoon, Sakina. So, Martin, we can achieve superpower energy status if we were to focus on our world-beating solar, wind and storage opportunities. It's all about SWS, solar, wind and storage. And, you know, South Africa hasn't got the greatest sun. There are others that can beat us on that when we stand alone. We haven't got the greatest wind when it comes to Africa and the world. But if you put them together and if you match them, and if you look at what is the, the greatest need you have and the less need you have, and you work it all out, and you go for that worst-case scenario, and you create capacity for that, storage capacity, you can be a superpower, second to none. And this is what the calculations are being done now. But we have to have an integrated resource plan. The last one was integrated resource plan 2019. We have to make that exclusively solar, wind, and storage. And go for that worst-case scenario as your storage. And you end up with a price for electricity that they've calculated, which is not watery, you know, three cents per kilowatt hour. And this is clean energy. And I'm thinking of some of the big smelters, some of the big companies that need clean energy. I think of Hewlett Aluminium. You know, half of aluminium is, is electricity. Now, they have got high-carbon electricity going into the aluminium. So what is the world saying? We don't want your, you know, we don't want your aluminium because it's made with dirty energy. So there, there are massive implications if we do not clean up our energy. But the great news is that we could be really the best in the world if we just combined the solar and the wind and the storage very cleverly with a calculation. We'd only need eight hours of storage because of our good situation here. Whereas you go to a place like California, they need 39 hours of storage. So we are really in a good position to make sure that if we exclusively use solar, wind and power in our integrated research plan, we can be world beaters. And Martin, Australians are the main investors in projects that are bringing dormant gold and copper assets back to life. You know, this is very interesting. People sitting in Sydney can see opportunities in South Africa. People in South Africa can't see those opportunities. And if they do, they can't fund them. You know, we have a situation on the Johannesburg Stock Exchange now that if you're not big and beautiful, you're not going to get money. So... Whereas in Australia and Canada and even in the, uh, the UK with the London Stock Exchange, you know, people are raising money there that they can't raise here. So again, we've got this situation where with copper down at Pritzker, you know, they are now looking at really speeding this up. But where does the funding come from? You know, it starts off in Australia. We're looking at West Woods Mining, which will revive gold mining right next door here. You know, just that Rand Lease is close to Rudderport. They're really doing it. They've got them. They've found a treasure chest of gold that they didn't know existed because the mine is so old, they didn't realize that there would be piles of rampings there with gold in. When, only when they got underground did they see this. So that sort of thing is happening. And creating it all are people outside the country 
Because when you go to the Johannesburg Stock Exchange and you want to try and introduce, uh, say, an exploration company or a small mining company, or you've got an idea like this, no, that's like too small. So the biggest investors here are institutional. And if you look at the group of investors, about 17 of them, they are big, you know, the old mutuals, the sunlums, they are part of a CISA. It's a group called a CISA. They control something like 7 trillion to 9 trillion rands worth of savings. But their rules are so strict that they can't come in as an investor for these small companies, even though some of those small companies that have come in with Canadian money and other money, they're up 400%. So, you know, if you put one rand in, it's 400 rand. So it is really an opportunity that we're losing, and uh, the foreigners are actually investing. As we see, there's more confidence in our country than we have, and I think that has to change. Martin and uh, Soweto-born Sam Mulife has clinched a promising business for his impressive contract mining business. You know, I've just spoken to Sam Mulife a few minutes ago. I mean, this is a man that was born in Dobsonville. He uh, studied at Vitstech. He became a, a mining engineer. His father worked at Crown Mines. And guess what? He has now been appointed the mining contractor for a mine just next to Crown Mines, where his father was, that is being revived. You know, our Whitwatersrand Gold Basin, this Whitwatersrand Basin, has had a reputation of being the richest in the world ever. But, of course, the big companies mined it. And, you know, they're looking at 100 million ounces. If you haven't got 100 million ounces, they don't want to do anything. But if you get, like, 20 million ounces, these smaller companies are coming in. And... Sam Aleph has been given this great opportunity to be the contract miner there, and he's playing a massive role. And guess who the investor is? Again, Australians. You know, so this is um, Westwood's mining, reviving our big gold basin and giving work to a Dobsonville-born entrepreneur who's created a great business he's got He's got equipment worth 190 million that he's rolling out. And this is not his only project, but he's able to clinch this because he can he can get going with his know-how. And he is looking forward to employing, guess what, 700 people. I mean, this is what we need. You know, we need these. We say, oh, they're too small for us. They're not. These are the things that we must do. And he's passionate about creating employment with Sam Alessi. He would be so happy to get local people in there, and that's what he's doing. And if you go out to that old Rand leases that closed 20 years ago, you can see it being revived. And who's doing it? Sam Malafi, the Dobsonville-born Soweto entrepreneur. Well, Martin, great story on which to end it. Uh, Thanks so much. Uh, Martin Cremo is publishing editor of Engineering News and Mining Weekly, and he'll be back with another edition of At the Coalface, same time next Friday. Update at noon, midday to 1 p.m.